0: Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Ramadan Mubarak to you and yours. This Ramadan, as we all gather to share a meal with our loved ones, we need to remember those in Gaza who are also gathering to share a meal with so many who aren't there that were just there a year ago. Since October the 7th, the Human Development Fund has assisted over 200,000 people in Gaza, providing them with essential aid such as food baskets, water, hot meals, winter items, shelter, hygiene kits, and baby formula. Your generous contributions are making a significant impact, especially in Rafah. Let's sustain this momentum and continue providing crucial support during this sacred and blessed month. Please visit hdfund.org alam that's hdfund.org slash Qalam, Q-A-L-A-M to learn more about our global reach this Ramadan and choose where you'd like to direct your support during this blessed month. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this month a time of mercy, solace, acceptance, and triumph for the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And may Allah continue to use all of us as a means and never replace us. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. This is Abdul Nasser Jenga, and you're listening to the Qalam Podcast. The Qalam Podcast has become an important part of people's lives all around the world. There are millions of people benefiting from the podcast every single day. Thousands of hours of content, dozens of different series from all the different teachers and scholars here at Qalam. All of this is delivered to the community free of charge. We are excited and actively working to grow and increase our efforts to deliver more and more benefit to the community. We ask you to support our efforts and become part of the Qalam family. Please go to Qalamfamily.com and sign up to contribute to this Sadaqa jariya on a monthly basis. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us. Jazakumullahu khayran. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu.
1: Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, ladhi anzala ala abdihil kitabah, lam yaja'allahu awajah. Alhamdulillah, ladhi lam yalid, walam yulad, walam yakun lahu kufon ahad. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu, nasta'inuhu, nasta'ughfiru, nasta'hdi. Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min seyyiaati a'malina. May yet the Hilla who feller, Modilla, Womay the little feller had the Allah who a shadow and la, Ila illa, Wahda Hula Sharikala, or a shadow and Mohammedan Abduhur Rasulu, Sawatullah, he was Salaman Ali. I bade the law, call a law to Allah for Kitabi, Mubin, Bad Audubilla, him in a shaitan regime in the Shuhuri and the Lahi, it's Naashara, Shahron, Fikitabilla, or bad. One of the things that we take for granted of amongst many is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created time in a way that allows us to do two things. If you think about it, every day we go to sleep, and then the next morning we wake up. And every Sunday is a new week, every 30 days or so is a new month, and every year, alhamdulillah, we have a new chance to reflect and to renew who we are. If time just continued with no milestones, no barriers, no difference, then it would feel like it dragged on. There was no chance for us to start anew. But every year, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us a new set of days and a new set of weeks and months that we can live by. And this is why even amongst popular culture, when December 31st rolls around and the night is going to turn into the new day, people set their New Year's resolutions. They want to make promises to themselves because at every break in time, there is a new chance to become a different person. Now, the month of Muharram, which is the month that we have just started, is the first of the new Islamic calendar. And traditionally, before the life of the Prophet, Sallallahu it commemorated a sacred time. It was from the four sacred months that Allah Ta'ala had designated as being uniquely special. And there are many reasons why the scholars talk about their sanctity, but amongst them is that they include... The act of miracles. Most notably, the Prophet والسلام, he mentioned that the miracle of Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam, Prophet Musa, peace be upon him, saving Beni Israel, being given the salvation and the ability to protect his people from the tyranny of Fira'un. This was a miracle that Allah Ta'ala had given. This was a gift. And so, as a way of commemorating, as a way of honoring and remembering these gifts, these miracles from Allah Ta'ala. The month of Muharram was established as a sacred month. And in it, specifically the day of Ashura. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ taught us to fast on this day. And guess what? Even before Islam had come down as a, as a formalized religion with the Prophet ﷺ in revelation, people had fasted recognizing this miraculous moment. It was so important. And it also lined up with the idea that people would look to Allah for these miracles. Everybody is seeking their assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. People seek miracles, small and large. Whether you're in a bind, right, with a fine or a traffic ticket, or whether you have a scary health diagnosis, or you got some testing done and you're unsure about the results, or whether... The economy is not going in your favor, and your job is not looking to secure. May Allah Ta'ala give us all relief from all of our anxieties, but everybody looks for miracles. When it comes to miracles, it's not about the presence of the large moment, but rather our religion teaches us that if we reflect enough, we find that there are miracles every single day that Allah Ta'ala gives us, every single moment. So today I wanted to talk about in this new year, in this first month of this new year, how you and I can discover these miracles? We can look for the big moments where the, sple- the sea has split for Musa salam. But in reality, if we are observant enough, and if we are attuned to Allah enough, we will see the miracles more often. Allah Ta'ala, He asks us, أَوَلَمْ يَتَفَكَّرُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ مَا خَلَقَ اللَّهُ wal وَالْأَرْضِ That don't people look inside of themselves? Don't they reflect internally? Don't they think and ponder? About the fact that Allah Ta'ala created the heavens and the earth. وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا And whatever is in between them. Is it not enough that everything you see, everything you look at, everything that you acknowledge and recognize or those that you forget about, Allah Ta'ala is the source of those things. إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ That Allah Ta'ala created it perfectly. So Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala in the Quran reminds us that if we need to find him in a moment of dire need or desperation, all we have to do is simply pause and look around. Whether it's internally or around us. In Surah Al-An'am, Allah Ta'ala talks about the result of reaching such a state of reflection. That if a person can practice this regularly, that they will become amongst those people who say, قُلْ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةِ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ That this person will become always attuned to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. You know, there are some people that when they eat food, they say, man, that was good. But there are some people when they eat food, they say, who, who, who made this? What recipe did you use? And there are some people that when they eat food, they say, Alhamdulillah, allahiyatramana wa saqana, wa jahallana milan muslimin. There are some people that when they experience anything in life, the first words that come out of their mouth or the first things they felt in their heart is something that's only visible to everybody else. But the Muslim has been given the gift and the training of being able to recognize that whatever we experience is from Allah. And so, this believer, if they practice this reflection enough and if they see the miracles around them enough, they'll be able to live that life of inna salati wa nusuki wa mahiyay wa mamati lillahi rabbil alameen. my entire life everything my worship my dedication the days that i live until the day that i die and everything in between is for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may allah ta'ala make us amongst those but you cannot run before you can walk as we learn that if a person wants to reach that level of reflection that is constant where they remember Allah they become arif billah they always see Allah you catch a green light that's normally red for you all right it's not because you paid your taxes it's because Allah gave you that that timing you know many people they catch a quick moment where it could have been really bad a car accident many people say man i was i was in this accident and if it was just 6 millimeters behind me it would have been catastrophic but You know, Alhamdulillah. Those recognitions of miracles, you have to realize them. And the way that we realize them is by working on the muscle of recognizing consistently, being consistently connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The struggle with human beings is that we celebrate Allah during the big moments. That's not a reference to the wedding that's happening. We celebrate Allah during the big moments. You get a job, we celebrate. We get married, we celebrate. You have a kid, you celebrate. You buy a house, you celebrate. Or, a big difficulty you lose a job you mourn and grieve right the marriage didn't work out there's sadness so we are all attuned to the big moments but what about those moments in between we recognize the brick but we don't see the mortar now the prophet sallallahu he taught us that the truly special person everyone can see brick but the truly special person can appreciate even the mortar Everybody can thank Allah on their wedding day, but how many people can thank Allah 5, 10, 15 years in for that very same day? One time the Prophet ﷺ, he walked into his home and Aisha radiallahu anha, she was in one side of the house speaking to another woman, a sahabia. And he asked, who who, who did you you spend time with today? And Aisha described her in a way that was praising her, but it's so interesting how the Prophet ﷺ responded. She said, that this woman is a woman who never sleeps because she always prays. You know how you have that one friend who's really religious? And when everyone's like, who'd you see today? You're like, well, we had tahajjud last night at, at Ahmed's house. You know, you're using a way to describe them, but it's praising them. So Aisha said, I was with this woman and she never sleeps. She always prays. That's just who she is. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, عَلَيْكُم مِنَ الْعَمَلِ مَا la hatta tamallu la hatta tamallu wa kana ahabb ma da wa ma sahibuhu subhanallah the prophet sallallahu alayhi upon hearing this again the understanding is that oh she's she's doing these pious miraculous deeds she's praying all night the prophet alayhi he gently advised and he said i want you to understand that you have a responsibility for the deeds that you take on Everybody has to think deeply about what they do. Why? Because he said, <laughs> Allah will never stop being there and giving you until you stop meeting Him. And if a person takes on too much with the aspiration of being miraculous in their worship, of pushing the limits, if a person takes on too much, and I know that sounds weird hearing that then the moment that they stop is the moment that they will find that their aid and assistance will be paused because they thought their assistance was from their deeds, not from Allah's constant presence. And so they started to calculate and say, you know what, if I pray this much, if I give this much, if I do this much, and then they end up burning themselves out. So the Prophet, wasallam, gently, listen to how he taught, gently said, look, prayer is not a bad thing. But I want you to understand the commitment that you're making, he, Sallallahu Alaihi said. That if you want to be able to experience God's help and aid and miracles in your life, don't look at what you do every Friday. Look at what you do every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and so on. Look at who you are every minute of every day, not just one day of the week. Look at who you are every month, not just Ramadan. Look at who you are. Muharram is a great time to start. Inspect. Look back at the last 12 months. What things did you do consistently? Ramadan was just a few months ago. May Allah give us the next one. What goals did you say to yourself on the night of Eid that I'm going to keep up with this? And what goals were you able to do and what goals were you not able to do? Because Allah will never stop being there for you, giving you those miracles you need until you stop meeting him where you used to meet him. Ask Allah Ta'ala to give us consistency. He asked her to change her framework, change the way you think about your relationship with Allah. Allah is not only there for you in the times that you recognize him, he's there for you in the times in between. Do not make exertion of yourself a lifestyle. It's not sustainable. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, al-dīn matīnun, bihi He said, this religion is strong and it is it is, it is industrious, so do not become a person that approaches this religion with a lot of difficulty and a lot of strength and a lot of, be a person that comes to it with gentleness with yourself. Imam al-Ghazali, rahimahullah, he talks about this idea, and I hope we can tie this up inshallah together nicely. Don't worry, I won't go over time. I think there's a nikah after. Imam al-Ghazali, he said that there were once two groups of students, and they were debating with each other, and they were debating over whose teacher was better. So they were arguing with each other, and they were saying, my teacher's better because of this, this. My teacher authored this book. My teacher did this much. And eventually, it got really, really nasty. It got to the point where they started saying, my teacher did this miracle. And so finally, the one group of students went back to their teacher, and they said, Sheik, and he said, yes. And they said, you know, we were were out there in in the field defending you. And we were talking about all the books you've done and all of the masa'al you've answered and everything, all of your accolades. But then we got stumped, Shaykh, and their teacher said, what do you mean? And they said, when the other group of students said that their teacher could walk on water and could ride a magic carpet and could do this and that and start fire with his fingers, right? All of which, subhanAllah, could happen, right? I'm not trying to deplete the WhatsApp forwards uh, you know, in this khutbah. But all of which subhanAllah, who knows, right? Allah Ta'ala has given miracles to prophets, absolutely, and certain people, absolutely. But these people were trying to commodify it and to make it into a point of contention. Our teacher can do this. And they said, Shaykh, when the other group started talking about those miracles, we we thought about everything that we've seen with you and all the time we've spent with you, and we don't have those miracles. So we we felt defeated. So the Shaykh looked at his students and he said, You know what? You're right, I'm sorry. I, I, I haven't done all that. I haven't been able to walk on water. I haven't been able to fly on the carpet. I haven't been able to do those things. They said, Shaykh, so what do we say? How do we know that you're legit? How do we know that you truly are better than those guys as teacher?" It's like sports teams, right? And he said, I haven't done many miracles of those, but I will tell you one thing that I have done. And he said, what? The teacher student said, what? He said, for 40 years, I have not missed the first of salah in the masjid. And the students started to cry because they realized that they were looking for, like, the miracles of Harry Potter. But there was a miracle in front of them every day in their class. That when it came time to end for Salah, when it came time to end class for Salah, the teacher didn't run late to the prayer. He was there. When it came time for Fajr, it doesn't matter how late the night was before, he was there. Front row, before the takbir of the Imam, he was there. And so their understanding of what it meant to have a miracle was completely changed. We look for the big moments, but how many of us can miraculously take advantage of that opportunity with Allah every day? May Allah grant us that. So Imam Al-Ghazali shows us that miracles are not things withheld for certain people, but miracles are for people that are willing to put in the work, and they're willing to be consistent, and they're willing to meet Allah at every moment and every time. In another narration, the Prophet ﷺ, he clarified that this consistency is not something that is to be, what, looked down upon in any scenario. He says, إل He says, The most beloved deeds to Allah, the most beloved deeds. Think of all the deeds you could do. He says, of all of the deeds that a person could do, the most beloved are the ones that you do regularly, even if they're small. He threw in that last part just to silence the doubters. Everyone's like, yeah, but I can't give this much regularly. I can't pray 20 rakats every night regularly. I can't do so. Then he threw in what? Wenkhalla. Even if it's a tiny bit. And I know that we're gonna chuckle at this, but I'm serious. Even if it's giving one quarter a day of sadaqah in the donation box, that is more beloved to Allah than one day where you might give a thousand dollars. One quarter Times 365 does not equal greater than 1,000. I'm not a mathematician, but I know that. So how, then, is it possible that Allah would love more one coin a day more than a big check with a bunch of zeros? Well, because you remembered Allah every day instead of just remembering him one day. And that is what is more beloved to Allah. You think Allah needs your money? You think Allah needs the 1,000 from you? He'll get it somewhere else. He will provide for everything from areas where min You never even thought of. But what Allah wants from us is to remember him in a daily way. Um salama narrates that the Prophet ﷺ clarified even further. You ready? The deeds that are most beloved, even if they're small, in kana And even if they're easy, subhanAllah. So don't lose that motivation just because you tell yourself, this, this is nothing, this means nothing to myself or to somebody else. No, Allah Ta'ala loves it even if it's easy. That's why the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said to his companions, saddidu wa wa abshiru fa'innahu la jannata The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, make sure you stay straight, make sure you draw near to Allah, make sure that you are someone who is constantly in good spirits with people, giving glad tidings because none of you will enter paradise by their deeds alone. So then the companions asked the Prophet Sallallahu and not even you and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said not even me unless Allah Ta'ala gives me his mercy and then he says Remember everybody that if you want to get to Jannah you need to be a person of consistent beautiful deeds even if they are small. There are a few points to benefit that will end with this, inshallah. Number one, what does consistency do? What kind of miraculous experience do you get from consistency? Number one is that it adds value. Consistency is something that makes something more valuable. Something that was overlooked previously, if done over time, it becomes more valuable. If you think about it, even the greatest of mountains are nothing more than the accumulation of a lot of rocks. One rock means nothing. Two rocks mean nothing. 10, 20, 20, whatever. But then when you have a million and a billion rocks and stones that gather, you have the highest mountain ranges in the world. Same with the oceans. What's one drop or two drops? But then when you gather this innumerable amount of drops of water, you have an ocean. So when you become somebody that consistently does something, on the first moment, it might feel like it's laughable. It might feel, when you compare it to somebody else, that it's nothing. It might feel like it's insignificant. But what if you did that thing for a month or a year or ten years? then it became so valuable, it became such a part of you that now you could never imagine living without it. So number one, it adds value. Number two is that a person who is consistent gets reward even when they forget. If you do something once in a while, then you get the reward for whenever you do it. But if you do something every day and you never miss it, the Prophet ﷺ said, on the day that you miss it, it will be as if you had done it. Allah's mercy is so great, he will give you that reward. That if a person prays Fajr every day and they make it a point to make their prayers every day and then they happen to, don't plan, you can't set them a reminder, and they happen to miss it out of some circumstance that the guilt that they feel does not need to weigh them down because Allah will account for them based on their consistency. May Allah make us consistent. Also, Allah will never demand you to overburden yourself. The burnout that people feel. Burnout is real. Spiritual burnout is real. Allah will never demand you to overburden yourself to the point of exhaustion. This is why the Prophet ﷺ, he told people, seek your deeds in moderation. Don't become a person who seeks them in excess. Number four, consistency over time makes you better at the bigger deeds. When you do something every day, even if it's small, then at some point down the line, you'll become better at something that is big. And then that becomes your new small, SubhanAllah. And the last one, number five, and we'll end with this, is that consistency is a true sign of ikhlas. Consistency means that you love Allah in the good times and the bad. Consistency is a a sign that a person really is who they say they are. If I'm only able to perform a deed when my life is in one way or another, then I have to ask myself if I'm really for real. Am I legit? Allah Ta'ala talks about testing people with good, and with bad. Why? So that Allah Ta'ala, Allah can see and make known to everybody, to you, me, and everybody else, who is legit, who is real. This is why in the famous narration to Abdullah bin, uh, Abdullah bin Abbas, an, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told him what? He said, that if you know Allah in the times that are good, that Allah Ta'ala will be there for you and He will know you. Of course, He knows you all the time, but He will know you and be there for you in the times that are difficult. We ask Allah Ta'ala to grant us the miracle of consistency, to make us people that are with Him in every time, and that we don't forget about Him in the good or the bad, but we're there in every moment in between. Ya Rabbi alamin subhanakallahu wa bihamdik, nashadu an la ilaha illa anta wa Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa ala ashraf al sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi some of the scholars wrote about consistency and they wrote about how to start your path with consistency and the one thing that they wrote and i will leave everyone here with today for the last 20 seconds is that they talked about how beautiful it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only obligated the consistent deeds that which is possible for every person those deeds which are obligatory—the prayer and the fasting and the zakat and the etc., the five pillars and those which he asks us to do—Allah never imposes upon anybody an obligation which they cannot carry on consistency. This is why the Prophet ﷺ said that the first deed that will be looked at on the Day of Judgment is the deed of a person's prayers, and if it is okay, then everything else will be okay. If that deed is okay, then everybody else, that person will be fine. Why? Because if they were able to consistently maintain their relationship with Allah through the prayer, then that is an indication that this person has that muscle of consistency. So my advice to me and to everybody else on this first khutbah of the new year in the first month of Muharram, the month of miracles, is to ask Allah to grant us the miracle of five daily prayers every day on time. This is something that I know we take for granted and i know that people don't want to talk about it and there's sort of a hush hush about people missing prayer and struggling with prayer but i want everyone to know that this is the beginning of the spiritual path to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to take one's prayer seriously we ask allah ta'ala to grant us tawfiq we ask allah ta'ala to allow us to never forget him we ask allah ta'ala to make us those who worship him in every time we ask allah ta'ala to cure those who are sick We ask Allah Ta'ala to forgive those who have passed away. We ask Allah Ta'ala to bless everybody with all of their needs. We ask Allah Ta'ala to put barakah in everyone's provision. We ask Allah Ta'ala to put health in everyone's homes. We ask Allah Ta'ala to forgive all of those who have made mistakes. We ask Allah Ta'ala to bring us closer to him. Amir Alameen. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabiyya. Ayyuhaladheena aminu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli 'ala ala Muhammadin wa ala Muhammad. Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim fil alameen. Inna ka hamidun majid. Allahumma barak Muhammad Muhammadin wa ala Muhammad. Kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim fil alameen. Inna ka hamidun majid. Inna Allah ya'mur bil adli wal ihsan. وَائْتُوا الْقُرْبَى وَيَنْهَى عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنكَرِ وَالْبَغْيِ يَعِظُكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَذَكَّرُونَ أَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ